How are we today? Whole lot to talk about. Short amount of time, so I'm gonna get to it real quick. Um, what I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna get my thoughts right before I even before I jump out there too, because I almost almost fucked up the, the 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 beginning of where I was gonna go with this. So let me let me let me let me backtrack. All right. One thing about us here at Jay's Joint Podcast, one thing that we've always remained committed to doing was keeping this show um, strictly away from politics, being like taking sides of who's right, Democratic or Republican, because neither of us really give a fuck about that. We're all, the only thing that we ever cared about is what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Now, um, from that, we would be wrong if we didn't speak out against uh, injustices. Not even just, not necessarily just against our own kind, but just injustices, period. We will be wrong to not stand up and cry out for those who feel as though they're not heard. So that's one thing that that I, myself, Chocolate J, am committed to. I know I've had talks with uh, King Topher about this. T, I know that you're also down with that whole that whole message right there. Of course. Yes, definitely. So <clears throat> we, we, we remain we remain to continue to be in uh, the or the best that we can to be in the voice of the voiceless. So we're going to always cry out against those that are wrong. And 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 just hope that they understand where we're coming from, or at least at least at least finally, like you know what, try to engage with us um, as to how can we come to a resolution with it. Now, with that being said, <clears throat> they're really in my mind, like granted that the officers who were involved with the whole George uh, Floyd situation have been charged in the whole nine yards. I really don't feel any kind of not even necessarily vindication. I don't I don't feel as though justice is served until these men are all convicted. That's me personally. That's some may feel like the little moral victories are good along the way. Me personally, I don't feel as though this is a complete victory until they are convicted of the crime they committed. Now, with that being said, there have been some positive things that come out of all this, to be honest with you. Like one a lot of these protests, no, fuck that. The protesters are doing it the right way. They're doing it the positive way. They're they're keeping it as peaceful as possible. I, I forgot what, exactly what area it was, but there was one guy that was really like in the middle of a protest trying to argue with these folks and get them going, smacking their signs, and all they kept saying or screaming back to him is peaceful. And that them saying peaceful irritated the dog shit out of him. It's because he had a whole nother motive versus what they're all about. Or, or the issues that, they, that just happened in Franklinville, New Jersey, where you had the corrections officer at Bayside State Prison decides he wants to put his knee on the back of a U.S. postal employee to imitate the George Floyd situation. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I understand that you have your freedom of speech and you can say what you feel as though you can say, but do know this with freedom of speech. And I'm going to throw your logic right back at you. Remember, freedom of speech only protects you against the government. It doesn't protect you against your job. And so with that being said, I'm pretty sure this, the corrections officer right now is on he's suspended. Shout out to Bayside State Prison because, you know, he ain't the only one you got there working that is like that. And um, the U.S. Postal employee, I think, I'm pretty sure is fired because those two gentlemen <clears throat> were basically, that, that, that goes against the company policy. Um, one of the other things that I've noticed that has been positive is they opened up the discussion now about getting rid of all these Confederate artifacts. I never understood excuse me how anybody especially from the north defends it i never i never quite i never quite got it as far as a pride heritage thing they're losers and they're literally literally losers and literally traitors like that's what listen listen, i I get listen trust me i know all about that like i i know that's exactly what it is but i'm like how are you because you know if you was alive then you do know that you would be fighting against them. You do know that. Like, so how do you, so what, what heritage, but what pride, ah, I know what it was to see. That was a, like when they, when they start, when you, if, you, if you haven't noticed it, they're crying over these Confederate statues being taken down because that's that last little bit of in them to say that they're above somebody else. Oh, that was, Oh, when he was here, yep, that's how he felt towards, uh, towards y'all. We, we back him. You're an idiot. Like these Confederate generals and shit, they should not be celebrated. Like, why? Why are you celebrating the fucking losing team? Name, name. We didn't celebrate the fucking Buffalo Bills like that. They lost four years in a row. Do we? We? I mean, to to as boastful as America is, calling themselves winners. There's a lot of motherfuckers that's cheering on the losing team. Loud and proud. And then what makes it even worse about you cheering on the losing team? These motherfuckers was also fucking traitors. Yeah. They turned their backs on America. Why? Slavery. Now, yes, 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 Abraham Lincoln is without, he's not without fault because, yes, the man did grow up on a plantation so he wouldn't know the ills of slavery, but... Abraham Lincoln also made the, uh, the the remark about um, if he could do it without freeing the slaves, he would have done it. I don't know why, but hey, whatever, bro. Like, fuck it, whatever. We out now, goddamn it. So it's too fucking late. You can make whatever comments you want to make about uh, trying to trying to do that without freeing the slaves. But it, it, it we're free we're free now. Now, with all that being said, T. Um, shout out to the uh, the NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace. For saying that NASCAR should really get rid of the the Confederate flags at their events. And with that being said, there's one person who decided he wanted to jump out there and be different. He jumped out there and was going to take a stand for the Confederacy and the flag. Because it's his right. Because, you know, it's his heritage. Or some shit like that. Southern Pride. His name? Ray Cicerelli. 
Now, first and foremost, Cicerelli, I highly doubt that if you was alive, you would have been fighting for the Confederacy because the name like Cicerelli, I doubt it. You sound like you would have been in Brooklyn. Like, not, not in South Carolina, but in Brooklyn. And not even just that, Ray Cicerelli, because where you're from, Ellicott City, Maryland, you definitely wouldn't have been fighting for the Confederacy. You was not going to be fighting for the Confederacy. But anyway, this guy, Ray Cicerelli, from, from, from the NASCAR uh, Ganders RV and Outdoor Truck Series, he decides he wants to take a stance and says that he's going to fucking retire from NASCAR since they're taking away the Confederate flag. Now, before all this even happened to you, you can ask King Toe for this. He'll tell you. Fucking, I put it online and I said, if you want to see a real riot, wait until they take them fucking uh, Confederate flags out of NASCAR. I said that shit online. And like some people try to say something against me, like not necessarily say something against me with it. They're like, come on, Jay, stop playing. I'm like, watch, these motherfuckers going to go crazy over this shit. And there's always got to be that one fucking idiot to jump out there to defend the dumb shit. Ray Cicerelli. Now listen here, Ray. <clears throat> Look. Because of you, I had to do a little bit of homework, all right, to figure out, are you really the one that should be making this stance? Like, are you, uh, 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 are you, are you like the LeBron James of NASCAR's Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series? Are you that? Are you the Kevin Durant? Are you the Kawhi? Could you possibly be an uppercomer like Joel Embiid, maybe, if you remain healthy and stay focused? Could you be like, you know, Devin Booker? Come to find out, right, when I was studying, you ain't none of them. Like, if, if I was to compare you to an NBA player, you would probably be... Let me think, because I gotta, I gotta be nice with this one to give you somebody that can fit you properly, like... Because I'm looking at your record, Ray, and it's kind of wild, like... <clears throat> You've been doing this since, like, 2017. So, I was, all right, your first race was 2017 at the Eldora Derby, and you started in the 32nd 30 30 place. So, it's your first race, so I don't really don't expect you to be in the first pole position. That, that, that does make sense. And you finished. It's your first race now. Your first race, you finished 22nd. So, I got to give you I got to give you credit for that. I have to. You, 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 won, you finished 10 places above where you were at. So, to me, that's an improvement. I'm not even going to lie to you, T. Like, that's, that's a fucking improvement. Ten places. But then, right, your next four races, Ray, all right, you finish 26th, 29th, 28th, and 26th again, respectively. I'm like, goddamn, dog. I mean, 22nd was, was okay for your first race because you was 32nd. But then 26th, that's only six places. 29th, 28th, and back to 20th, like, I'm like, damn, right? Like, who who the fuck could I really compare you to that would be like your NBA equivalent? Because it can't just I, – I got one, but I'm not 100% sure. So then I really, like, dug in some more to see, like, your, 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 like your best finishes and shit. The 2019 best position, 33rd. Wow, Ray. <laughs> wow. And then, like, you have zero wins. You have one top ten finish and zero polls. Who could you possibly be to be your NBA equivalent? You really sound like Jimmer Fredette. Wouldn't you say? Like, all this, all this talk and, like, nothing. 
Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas? Ooh, fuck. I was almost going to say Andrew Morrison, but Andrew Morrison got a ring sitting on the bench. I mean, he did. He was in the league for 13 years or so. That's a full career. Yeah. Yeah, but see, then, then right, I dug into what it is you actually said online as far as your retirement. Now, this is what you said. I'm giving it verbatim. Well, it's been a fun ride and dream dream come true. But if this is the direction NASCAR is headed, well, we will not participate after 2020 season is over. I don't believe in kneeling during the anthem, nor taking people right to fly whatever flag they love. I could care less about the Confederate flag, but there are people that do, and it doesn't make them racist. All you are doing is fucking one group to cater to another, and I ain't spend the money we are to participate in the political BS. So everything is for sale. Ray, first off, um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you could care less about the Confederate flag, but you're retiring because they're taking the Confederate flag out of NASCAR. Do you know how ass backwards that sounds? If you could care less about the flag, you would still be racing. Like, dog, like that, are you not, are you not fucking getting it? Like, why, why, why? You said you take away one thing to cater to another group. Like, no, why do we need to still have that flag? What the fuck does that flag even mean? For what? If you, if you look at it, it's them basically saying, fuck you to America. It, it really is. It seriously is. But you want to say whatever the fuck it is you want to say, then, hey, hey, Ray, uh, um, it's, it's for you, partner. Like, you you are the, the losing trader team, and you want to stand up for that, Jimmer Fredette? You want to stand up for that, Nick Stauskas? Who would be his, who would be his NFL equivalent? You are the fucking Ryan Leaf of the NASCAR Truck Series. Wouldn't you say? Riley Cooper. The fucking Riley, yeah, you know what? You are the Riley fucking Cooper of the NASCAR Truck Series. And right, because of me having to look you up, right, and realizing that, you know, 33rd is like, ooh. And you started the one year 32nd, so damn, like you, your, your, your best position is a position behind where you started when you first started. Like how to, that's not a fucking improvement. But see, I had to look at who's involved and what it is that you do. Uh, 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 Austin Hill, shout out to him. Shout out to Zane Smith. Shout out, shout out to to Brett Muffet. Shout out to Ben Rhodes. And and, and shout out to the last one because I, I his name alone I love it. Fucking Grant Enfinger. And the reason why I say his name is fucking dope because he reminds me of Goldfinger. So shout out to you, Grant. They might even believe how you believe, but unlike you, those winners, they're like, you know what? It's not that serious. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to, you know, what I mean, it's not. I under, I understand the bigger fucking picture. But no, no, this idiot wants to fucking retire on the losing note. But then, and I, and I, and I shouted out Bubba Wallace for it because he's the one that said it should be taken out of NASCAR. Um, I just want to shout out some of my favorite NASCAR drivers like Kyle Busch. Uh, one of my all-time favorites, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Jersey's own fucking Martin Truex Jr. Like, dog, like, you, I understand you're trying to take a stance. But you are the last one to even attempt to try to take this stance because unlike the Confederacy, well, no, much like the Confederacy, right? Much like the Confederacy, a fucking loser is defending the fucking losing team. So so for all that, Ray. Oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you.
You deserve every bit of that. And anybody that supports that shit, you get it too. Especially that that the corrections officer in fucking Franklinville, New Jersey, uh, that 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 former UPS worker that decided to want to get involved with that dumb shit with him. That man that wanted to interrupt that fucking protest by spewing off not just racial shit, but trying to get physical with those fucking people. Anybody that's really out here disrupting uh, the peaceful shit that's, try, that's trying to be done, like. If it's a peaceful protest, why are you there to agitate it? Remember, it's supposed to be peaceful. Why do they need your agitation? You're trying to make that narrative about you. You're a fucked up person to do some dumb shit like that. I don't. I can't. I don't have an ounce of fucking respect for a person that 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 just seeks out to just fuck fuck good shit up. Like what? What are you? What are you looking to fucking accomplish? It just it just baffles me. It really just fucking baffles me. Like, see, like, see, like. And see, here and here's the thing. Um, the other the other show we had, we spoke about how the Cape May County Herald had fixed their grammar on on one of their um, newspaper headlines. Now, that original headline, as we stated, how detrimental it is because a lot of folks really believe, oh, they're going to do this in our neighborhood. Oh, they're going to do that because of what happened elsewhere. See, when you when you perpetuate this fucking fear, you make the people act out a certain way. Don't get me wrong. I'm not with, I'm not with what some of the shit that's been happening. But you should be able to try to understand. Like after years of frustration of not being heard, people are going to fucking lash out. Like think about it when you was a kid. Like I know, I know myself when I was a kid. T when I felt as though nobody was listening to me, I would probably yell or scream or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you would do anything you can to try to get your way to be heard, right? Yeah. Okay. Now imagine. Okay, imagine. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that any of this shit was really justified, or I, I know the answer to it. But I'm just saying, imagine this, all right, with all these with all these killings of individuals from police officers, all right, and fucked up civilians like George Zimmerman and um, the guys involved in Ahmaud Arbery. Um, imagine this. Imagine being forced to just accept shit because of the reasoning that's given to us, like. Oh, they felt they were in dangerous or they had to do this or, or, or citizens arrest and he was doing that or, or um, he posed a threat. Like your eyes see what my eyes see. And when you don't, when you, when you find some other narrative, that that's when people like start to, that's when people really start to question you as a person. When you try to question what their eyes are seeing, like, I know what the fuck is going on here. I, I see with the whole Ahmad Arbery thing. You got four guys cornering an individual and trying to gun him the fuck down. How do you see that as anything different? Oh, we shouldn't have been on a property. No. According to Georgia state law, he's allowed to go on it during, during new construction because a lot of people do it. A lot, that's how people get ideas for their fucking house. You know what I'm saying? Dorn, Dorn, once, once that door is closed or whatever the case may have you, then, you know what I'm saying, if it's locked or whatever the case may have you, I, I understand that, but it's open construction. He wasn't the only one going through there. So, yeah, that's not that's not against the law. Or or with Zimmerman's situation, like, he was told to back away. 911 told him to back away, and he still pursued. I don't know how folks don't find him to be wrong in that situation. If he's told to back away... So, like I said, after years of being told to just accept this shit, and then we have this situation with George Floyd, people are going to lash out. 
because everybody's already coming out with their their reasons that oh he had past health issues or oh he was an addict. No, but that wasn't the reason as to why he died then. You saw why he died like I saw why he died, and that's because that punk bitch had his fucking knee in the back of that motherfucker's neck. You saw it like I saw. You just you just want to continue to try to fit in with the group or a fucking certain narrative. Knowing that you're 100% wrong. But like I said, after a while of hearing all this shit and people do not want to like, pay you any attention, you're going to lash out. You're going to, I'm sorry, I'm not saying it's right, but you're, I'm sorry, you're going to burn buildings. All right? You, you might Molotov cocktail a few cars or two. I'm not saying that it's right. But I can understand the frustrations of not being heard and why people do or did what they did. Now, what do we do moving forward? We try to... We, we, we have the conversation about what's wrong and how we fix it together. You know what I'm saying? After the, after the conversation of what's wrong, we fix it together. We have a solution as to what the plan of action is going forward. How do we unite? How do we do these certain things to, to, for the people to <clears throat> be trusted, to be honest with you? Like, I had a conversation with the police officer online, and I, I was explaining to her. I said, look, I said, look, with situations like this, if these officers, or if just one of them is found to be not guilty, America might burn. America might burn because we all see how all of them are guilty. They might not be, they might not be physically guilty because like they, put, they didn't put a hand on the individual, but you didn't stop the individual. So that's why you're guilty. You're guilty by association. You're, 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 you're basically an accomplice, as the police officers would say. Use your right. own term against you. Yeah. You're, you're an, they're accomplices. And yeah. That's just that. Now, if one of the cops snitch, which I believe one of them might, to get all less of a sentence, I'm not going to say it's right, but I, I understand that as well. Like, fuck that. I, can't, I ain't trying to do no time. But, <clears throat> no, like I was saying, after all this time of, 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 of being able or being forced to accept these answers, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to lash out. And as I said, you got you got to begin having the conversation so we can rebuild. You gotta you gotta put the you gotta come together with a plan of action. You gotta follow through with that plan of action. You know, what I'm saying we gotta we gotta find ways to have the community not just trust each other, but all you good cops out there, you gotta y'all gotta do acts as well to show the community why y'all can be trusted. If you know that your buddy next to you is a bad cop, like dog, by all means. By all means, remember, you work in these neighborhoods with these people. You have to gain their comp. You got to gain their trust. By all means, the smart thing for you to do is like, hey, either you talk to him first or you're like, oh, listen to, to your subordinates. Like, listen, we got to get this motherfucker the fuck up out of here, dog. Like, this shit ain't cool. And I know that because I spent 10 years in the military. And believe you me, if there was a fucked up soldier working around me, ain't no way in hell I'm like, hey, hey, so we got to get this motherfucker out of here, dog. I ain't, I ain't, he ain't somebody I can work with. And I was an easygoing soldier. Like, if I couldn't work with your ass, it was a problem. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. That's how we. That's how we should do it, folks. That's all. That's all. That's, that's how I see it. That's how it should be done. And hey, love is love, baby. We're trying to. We're trying to get. We're trying to get there. Um, Florida been having some wild shit happen to. Florida man, fist fights alligator to save his dog. <laughs> what was that? You heard it. Florida man, fist fights alligator to save dog. Like, how far would you go to save your pet, T? Think about that one. A Florida man said he ended up in a fist fight with a 13-foot alligator when the reptile attacked his dog and pulled the canine into the water. Trent Twiddale, Twiddale, T-W-E-D-D-A-L-E, Twiddale, 
said he and his six-year-old dog, Loki, were walking Monday on his Wesley Chapel farm when a 13-foot alligator reached out from the water and grabbed God damn. 13-foot alligator. I grabbed the dog's collar and tried to pull him back. Ended up in a tug of war with the out with the gator, and the gator was not letting go. Where did where did the gator get him at then? Because I would only assume like, huh? So I let go of the collar and got knee deep in the water and started pounding on the gator's head until he eventually let go. Shit! If he gets dragged in, it's a wrap. <laughs> Yo, wait, I know that, but the fuck is I hopped in the water? He said, so I let go of the collar. I got about knee deep in the water and started pounding on the gator's head until he eventually let go. Bobby was serious. Twitter said he ended up. Fucking up. Here it is. Twitter said he ended up with only minor scratches, but Loki's front leg was nearly severed and required emergency surgery. When I pulled him back up, the bones uh, were out, and it looked like the arm was just hanging by a shred. They put metal plates and screws in and were able to reconstruct it that way. We're hoping that he can regain full use of his paws after this. He said a Florida Fish Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commissioner's trapper helped him set a trap for the gator uh, on his property. The trapper did not have any bait, so I grabbed one of the roosters, and we used him as bait for the trap. I haven't had any luck yet. We love our dog a lot, and I'd fight tooth and nail for him. <laughs> Twiddle said he has six more roosters in his freezer <laughs> that could be used for bait. Hey, how far would you really go, T, to save your, your animal? Like, for real, how far would you go? He's getting dragged by an alligator. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's pretty much a rat. I mean, he's almost there, so... <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't, honestly, me personally, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could, dog. Like, I mean, then again, it depends. Like, if it's a dog that I've had for years, like, all right, so boom, check it. I'm not saying that I would use this dog as a sacrifice. I'm just using these two dogs as examples. All right. My niece, Jen Jen, all right, she had two dogs. She had a Boston Terrier, uh, 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 Norm. Norm was the coolest fucking dog ever. Like. First off, the dog wasn't like cross-eyed; it was like out-eyed. Like his eyes looked out like a fucking like a fish. Yeah, and and, and like Norm, Norm was just cool as fuck. Like he he wasn't he wasn't gonna bother or bark with you. He just you know I mean, rub his back a little bit, give him a few treats. He shut the fuck up. He was cool. But he also has like another. I think it's like a Yorkie or some shit like that. Or it's, it's a small dog that is fucking annoying as shit. The dog's name is Dexter, but I call him Dante, and he gets on my everlasting fucking nerve. And I've I'm tried. Familiar. Huh? I said I'm familiar with this type. Yeah, and the sad part is I've tried to really like get Dante to be like how I was with Norm. All right, right? rest in peace to Norm because Norm passed away. All right, fuck lupus. So, and and Dante fucking bit me like twice on my ankles and shit. So he's already like that fucking jerk off dog. Like that's he's really. Eh. I remember one time I come to the crib and and like Dante's running to me to I guess to fuck with me and you just see Norm kind of nowhere to like, ah boom head first and bump him away from me. That's why I fucked with Norm. Norm was my dog. I used to feed Norm creeps all the goddamn time. But anyway, now, let's say I just happen to be out and walking these dogs and the gator grabs up Dante. I'm not saying I'm going to let the gator just go with Dante. I'll give him a fight. I try to use the collar shit. 
But once that gator grabbed Dante from me, it's a done deal. I'm not getting the water. Jen, Jen, you know how I feel about the dog. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm just being honest, okay? Just being honest. Now, Norm, on the other hand, shit. I would have jumped in that water first. Fuck that. I'm fighting for Norm. Norm was a, Norm was a shit. Like, like you ever, you ever had a dog like that or just like a, a pet that you really go tooth and nail for? Like, the dog was just a shit. Like, you just never had any problems with him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Norm, Norm you know what? Fucking shout out to Norm, man. Rest in peace, Norm. Because Norm was really that fucking dog. Like, Damn, man, I miss Norm. Norm just sit there and chill with you and shit. <laughs> I remember one time Norm fell asleep. I got a picture of him uh, uh, next to uh, next to um, Jen's dad, Andy. That shit was like the funniest thing ever because here, here's Andy fucking halfway falling out the chair. Like his, his whole body is like leaned the fuck over. And and, and Norm is just sitting there with his out, out eyes just staring at you. It's just, it's, it's like a fucking fish. Like a fucking fish. Oh, man. Um. You ready for this one, T? This is like a this is like a, a good story. Uh, lost last, uh, long lost class ring found at Tennessee Recycling Center. A class ring lost by its owner 15 years ago is on its way back to him after it was found by workers doing uh, sorting at a Tennessee recycling plant. The town of Collierville said workers came across a Collierville High School class uh, of 2003 ring while sorting through materials at a West Tennessee recycling hub and turned it over to its officials. John Russell Collier's assistant sanitation manager said the name Joel Fong, 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 was inscribed on the ring. Uh, we went through the records of the local government system, found the name, and we were able to pinpoint him and get in touch with him. Fong, who now lives in Corpus Christi, Texas, said he lost the ring 15 years ago while working in a Collierville grocery store. There are still good people out there. Somebody took time out of their day to do that, and it's just a blessing. Everybody needs to keep doing the same. Little things like this just gives people hope. Fong said, the ring is now in the mail, and it's on its way to Fong's new house. So you know what? Shout out to them. That's one of those touching stories. Because I, I, I tell you, if I ever like lost something like that sentimental to me, I'd be fucking pissed the fuck off, dog. Like, I'd be, I would want to get that shit back. I never got one. No? No. I, I I mean, I'm pretty sure. I, I know mine's in the water somewhere. Um, I gave my class ring to my ex-fiance, like, years ago. Mind you, she had got it after, way after graduation, because we didn't even know each other in high school. I know for damn sure uh, she tossed that shit in the river. And I, I don't, hey, whatever. I'm not even worried about it. A lot of shit of hers that she gave me that's tossed in all kinds of rivers and flushed down toilets and shit like that. So, hey, hey, fair is fair to me, goddammit. I don't know. Um, pretty much coming to the end of the show. T, you never drop your socials, do you? No. You ain't going to start doing it today? Nah, nah, nothing K-pop? That's, that, that's cool. That's cool. Well, it's me, your boy Chocolate J. Yeah. You can find me on Facebook under J.L. Payaso Watkins. Um, yeah, L. Payaso. That's E-L-P-A-Y-A, two more letters, S-O, for the people that fucking can't spell it. Uh, you can find me on uh, Snapchat and IG under God King Payaso. That's G-O-D-K-I-N-G-P-A-Y-A-S-O. Hey, uh, I'm showing off the different cakes and shit that I'm making. Um, I'm about to go deliver some right now and make some more for some folks. Uh, doing a whole lot of wild, crazy shit with my, my cake creations. Um, I'm, I'm going to mix in some other... Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to incorporate some other some new flavors soon. Maybe some caramel, caramel, however you want to call it. Um 
Where else can you find me at? Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, Jay's Joint Podcast. You can find you can find on Twitter on the Joint Jays. Um, trying to drop more dad jokes. Um, you can find Jay's Joint Podcast on Facebook. We have the Facebook group with over a thousand followers. So add your name to the list and be more more than willing to to add to fuck that all up. Add your name and contribute to being a part of the community. Um, we have the Jay's Joint Podcast IG page where. You know, we we post up different different clips from different shows and shit. So uh, give us a listen if you haven't if you haven't downloaded us already on uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify. It's, it's under Jay's Joint Podcast. You know that you know it's your boys because you'll see the uh, the cover photo. Lazy hefty fool. Remember that. Um, we also have um, the Jay's Joint Podcast email at Jay's Joint Podcast at Gmail Hey, if you ever want to talk to your boys or whatever, you got something that you want to get off your chest or or have a problem with anything, just holler at us and we'll talk to you. And um, lastly, uh, last little message I'm left with you to give you, uh, don't forget to tip your medicine, man. It's your boy Chocolate J. T. Wizzle. How you doing, young lady? I'm the feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy. You don't have a play about the choke. I was at a loss of words first time that we spoke. You're looking for a girl that'll treat you right. You're looking for in the daytime with the light.